good day and thank you for joining us today on Tetelestai. Big question, can Satan stop God? Can he thwart the plans and purposes of God? As we began yesterday looking at this truth throughout Scripture and seeing that every time Satan made a move, God had a counter move ready for him. And always, always, God always comes out the winner. He always comes out on top, even though at times it temporarily may look as if he's not. Ultimately, when all is said and done, he does. And we're going to continue looking at Scripture and looking at the people God has chosen and the plans that he has for those people and then the Messiah as he came to prove the reality that Satan cannot thwart, cannot stop God. He could not do it. This was a decision that God had made before the foundation of the world, before the devil was even created. He could not stop God choosing them. He could not stop God from loving them. He could not stop God from preserving and protecting them. Look at all of the times from the moment this people was chosen. From the moment this people was selected by God, he was seeking to destroy them. And at every move that he made to wipe them out, God counter-moved, sometimes did an end around, and preserved and protected those people. Then God promised them a land. They, he brought them into the land, just like he promised to do. And even through their history, Satan continued to get this people to rebel against God. He understood the terms. The devil understood the terms of the covenant that God made with them. He understood the covenant curses. He understood the covenant blessings. And he knew that if he could get this people to rebel against God, maybe God would disown this people. Maybe God would disinherit this people. Maybe if God did that, that would stop the promised seed from coming. And so he worked in every way possible, conniving and scheming with wicked leaders, wicked nations, people within the nation of Israel to rebel against God. He got them into idolatry. He got them into immorality. He got and tempted them and tried them and tested them in every way. And eventually their rebellion against God ultimately led them into captivity into the east under Babylon and then under the Assyrians and then ultimately under the Romans. Everything. They were all in this captivity. But nonetheless, Satan could not stop this people from being God's people and he could not thwart the purposes and plans of God to bring in the promised seed because God made a promise to this people and he told them he said look wherever you are scattered throughout the ends of this earth I will find you and I will bring you back to two things I will bring you back to me and I will bring you back to this land God said, I'm going to do that. And everything that the devil tried to do could not thwart. He could not stop the rescue of God. He also could not stop the revelation of God in human flesh. When Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came down and was conceived by the Holy Spirit in the womb of the Virgin Mary, Satan could not stop that. When it happened, and Satan has ears, his, his, his minions, listen, he fully knew full well about Anne Mary being visited by an angel. 
He knew full well about what was told to Mary about who was going to be in her womb. And so what was the scheme then? Ah, what I'll do is I will get a scandal here about this woman being pregnant outside of wedlock, and I'll get this man, Joseph, not to marry her. I'll get him to divorce her because I'm not going to have these two come together and be the father and mother of this one that has been the promised one of God. But what did God do? God intervened and told Joseph, "Uh uh-uh, don't divorce her, don't put her away, this is the one I want you to be with, and the one who is in her is my son, this is the promised seed, this is the Messiah, you take this woman as your wife. So Satan tries to condemn, Satan tries to get Joseph to reject her, God intervenes with the dream and the vision, and Joseph obeys God. And then again, what happens? Joseph and Mary come together and they are on their way to Bethlehem to there probably during the time of the Feast of Tabernacles. Well, if she's about to give birth, then I'm going to make it miserable for her. And so they made Satan was trying to make sure there was no place for them at all to stay for this woman to have this baby. Everything, all the circumstances and situations, he was conspiring. Folks, he was working at the same time God was trying to stop this whole event from taking place because he knew what had been told to Mary. He knew the promises. He knew about Elizabeth. He knew about John the Baptist. So he's scheming. He's working. But again, didn't work the plan of God. God had a specific little place in Bethlehem, probably under one of those little sukkahs that was made that the Israelites stayed under for seven days during the Feast of Tabernacles, out there with the animals and so forth, for his son to be born, for the Lamb of God to come into the world who would take away the sins of the world. God provided a place for them. And then within two years after that, because the wise men came probably when Jesus was about two years old, that here, here, here they are, and they show up up and they've got all of these gifts and so forth to bring to Jesus. They come, they acknowledge to Herod why they're there because it was a big caravan that showed up. You could not hide this group of men coming from these. I mean, it wasn't just three guys like we see in a nice little Christmas scene. This was a whole entourage of royalty. And word would have spread throughout not just Bethlehem, but the whole land. That's why it got, to, and Herod knew about it, because you've got a, like a little mini army coming in here with these men, because they were royalty. They show up, they bring gifts, they give worship, and Herod understands, okay, I want to find out who this is. He's hearing about this promise too, so Satan's going to conspire in Herod's heart to murder this one. And God, again, intervenes, gives the wise men a warning and a dream. They go home another way, then comes and tells Joseph, get up and leave because they're going to come seek the baby's life. How could poor little Joseph leave? Poor little Joseph left and existed in Egypt for the time that he did with the gifts financially that those wise men had brought. God provided a way for them to escape, to go down to Egypt, to to live and exist until it was safe for them, ultimately to return back to the land of Israel. Every move that Satan made, God was counter-moving. God was ahead of him every step of the way. Satan could not thwart the plan of God. He couldn't stop God coming in the flesh. Satan could not stop the redemption of humanity. When Jesus turned 30 years old and made his entrance into the ministry at the baptism at the River Jordan, 
his anointing, his immersion, his preparation to be the prophet, priest, and king. He was led by the Spirit. The devil didn't take him into the wilderness to be tested. The Spirit of God led him into the wilderness out there to face the tempter. And again, the enemy comes and offers him temptations, just like John says. Temptations that appeal to the, from the world, the flesh, and the enemy. Power, riches, money, authority, all of those things. He came at Jesus with everything he had to test him and to try him in order to get him to sin, in order to stop the redemptive plan of God from being successful, and he could not do it. At every turn, Jesus said, no, it is written, it is written, it is written. He submitted himself to the will of the Father. He even tried to get Jesus to resist the cross. He came to Jesus when Jesus told them what was going to happen to him, that he was going to be taken to Jerusalem, delivered into the hands of sinful men, and be crucified. And then the third day, he kept telling those guys, I'm going to be raised from the dead. He kept telling them, and that's exactly what happened. He was raised from the dead. <clears throat> Satan cannot thwart the work of God. He cannot stop the purpose and plans of God from being fulfilled. He's never been able to do it. He cannot do it now, and he will never be able to do it. We'll continue looking at this truth and this reality when we get back together, Lord willing, tomorrow. May the joy of our wonderful Lord be your strength.